It's time for Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel with financial advisors Kevin Corhorn, Mike Bernard, and Josh Gregory. Now, here's your host, Casey Hendrickson. Wise Money deserves wise legal counsel. Powered by Ledoux, Curran, and Keene. On the web at lck-law.com. Good morning, everybody. I want to thank you for tuning in to News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I'm Casey Hendrickson. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. We have Kevin Corhorn, Josh Gregory, and Mike Bernard joining us. As always, you can submit your own questions by giving us a call at 574-222-2000. Just leave your topic on the voicemail. Or you can go online, learn more about the show, listen to podcasts at wisemoneyradio.com. We also have a forum on the website that you can submit your questions So retirement, obviously one of the biggest financial goals that people plan for in their lives. So, Kevin, how do you guys at Corn Financial Group help people in this area? Well, Casey, we serve our clients in a comprehensive manner. And so we structured our business to be like the Mayo Clinic of financial services. So when people come in and meet with us, they're seeking clarity and confidence. And by taking them through the financial planning process, we're able to help them find clarity in their financial life. And once they have clarity, and some folks come to us with a good degree of clarity already, uh, but once they gain clarity, we help give them confidence and confidence in a lot of different areas. But the the easiest ones to, to look at are confidence that I'm saving the right amount of money. I'm saving it in the right place. Confidence that when I'm ready to be done, whether my body is going to be done and I need to be done working or I just like to make a change in what I'm doing and do something else. Confidence that they are on pace to do it. Confidence that they're not on pace and there's something else that needs to be done. More sacrifice required, work longer, save more, take more risk, these types of things. So those are the things that when people come in and they say, hey, I want to retire someday. Work with a lot of folks 10 years out from retirement, five years out from retirement that have already done a lot of of the heavy lifting. They've already run the miles, but they wa- they just want to know that what they've done is done correctly. And they get that confidence and clarity from a very thorough process that we walk people through. You can't plan retirement on the back of a napkin and you can't do it on an online calculator. Literally, I met with someone this past week, brand new customer came to see me and he came to see me because his current advisor just does investment management, but he's looking at retirement, wants to know if he's ready. And I asked him, well, have you ever done retirement planning? He said, I did some of the calculators online and geez, I got a big range. One of them told me I only need 600,000 to be able to retire. The other one said I needed 5 million. And so, and literally, so, so that's the confidence and clarity that you get if you're just doing it, you know, I would say winging it. So we've got a pretty thorough process, but this is important today that we're going to be talking about getting ready to retire. I'm looking at a, at a study here that quotes the congressional Basically, a congressional testimony says 45% of Americans have saved exactly nothing for retirement. That is scary. So we're going to be talking today about the 10 things that you need to consider as you're preparing for retirement so that you don't wind up maybe making one of the biggest financial decisions of your life uh, inadequately prepared. So the top 10 things that somebody needs to consider when they're preparing for retirement, what's number one, Josh? Well, the first advice I think we'd give is get started early. Get an early start on your retirement planning. It's like 5 a.m., 6 a.m. Yeah, <laughs> or early in the morning. Early bird gets the worm, right? Well, I, I've worked in my career with 18 to 21-year-olds before. 
And, you know, they, they may not know exactly what their retirement is going to look like. They might not have a clear vision of where they're going to be or what their lifestyle will be. But intuitively, they know that there's coming a day when they're going to have to replace their paycheck. And it's not too early to begin thinking about retirement. In fact, I'd say your very first paycheck is not too early to start thinking about your last paycheck and how you're going to replace that someday. And I'd probably give you three reasons why uh, that come to my mind. In my opinion, pound for pound, your early contributions are the most valuable ones because they have the most time to compound and grow in your favor. So you want to get started earlier. Uh, Extra years of growing is important for reaching your retirement goal. I'd also say that, number two, you're always building habits in your financial life every single day, new routines, new norms, and everything. And it's hard to change those habits after the fact. So you want to get started with good habits when it comes to preparing for such a huge goal as uh, as planning for retirement. And the third reason, I, I've seen too many people who wait until they're tired, they're fed up, they're burned out with their work or their job, and that's when they start getting serious about preparing for retirement. And I would much rather see someone get an early start so that Someday they reach the point financially where they're working because they want to, not because they have to. Psychologically, it is a different deal when you're going to work because it's something that you love, not because you have to have that paycheck. Yeah, find something you love, you'll never work another day in your life, and it's absolutely true. Well, Josh, I completely agree with everything you said, but I'd add for listeners out there, it is harder today to get an early start. We empathize. I mean, don't don't listen to us and say, oh, geez, well, that'd be nice, but you're not dealing in reality. No, we, we know it's harder today. With student loans, with extra bills that people have, you know, I've said it before on this show, 20 years ago, people weren't paying for cell phones every month. They weren't paying right. for internet. There's more costs today and it's harder. I mean, retirement's getting crowded out. Starting early helps with that compound interest, but you know, just, just get started wherever you're at. Well, I think people downplay though, the power of doing just that. You know, even if it's 25 bucks out of each paycheck, $50, something little to get yourself started, especially if those dollars will bring you some sort of an employer match into a retirement plan. That's a multiplier that happens immediately in your financial life if you just get started. Right. And there are a lot of people that say, well, it's easy for you to say, but I just can't get started. I'm one of the 45% who has saved nothing for retirement. Or maybe those folks have saved something for retirement and cashed it out when they fell on some hard times. Mm -hmm. And I say, well, you know what? Now is the time. Now is the time. You say, well, when, when right now, I don't care if you're 18 or 28 or 58, no matter what your level of preparation for retirement, it's time to take the next right step. So the next right step is to start saving something, start working on a habit, start working on the skills that are going to bring you success. And if you've been cranking for the last 40 years, make sure your, your financial coach is, is walking closely with you because once as the as as you accumulate wealth, those mistakes aren't twenty seven dollar mistakes anymore. Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice if parents, when their kid got their first job at fifteen and a half or sixteen, took them into a certified financial planner, just got them started right there before you you get your first paycheck, before you start going out there and buying all the cool stuff you want to buy, you know, to be popular in school. Wouldn't it be just automatically? We're so pretty, by the time they come around to yeah. to, to student loan time, mm-hmm. they're already in that mindset. We're pretty blessed to have that opportunity all the time. Actually, it, it's very common throughout the year for some of our clients to say, "Hey, can I bring my 16-year-old in? Can can you can you talk to them about some of the wise habits that they should get started with early 
And we so we do that all the time. Great point, Casey. Yeah, and we have a number of our financial planners who are millennials yeah. who work with these younger kids and have a much easier time connecting as a generation Xer. I uh, my mind tells me I'm young, but uh, as far as relating to the millennials, it just seems to Gen X. Yeah, I would have guessed baby boomer. <laughs> my mistake. I well, apologize. no, it, uh, most people assess my maturity level and uh, think that as well. Um, but I, I, so I, it's an honest mistake, Casey. But I think if you didn't, so if you didn't have. I'm picturing uh, him drinking like, like Pepsi Max and on a skateboard. Yeah. I just can't do it. So if, you, so if you didn't have a financial planner to take your kids to, but your kids have the first job, like you're talking about, yeah. Casey, get three envelopes, period. Get three envelopes. And the first envelope is the give envelope, and every, every every dollar you make, put something in the give envelope. I like to put put ten cents in there. Put something in the save envelope. Put another ten cents in there, and take eighty cents and put make that the spend envelope. You're, that's a great segue to the second Absolutely. thing people Absolutely. should be. So, Mike, on. what is the second thing that you need to do to uh, prepare for retirement? You've got to define your cash flow. And that's probably a nice way of saying build a budget and make sure you're on a budget. This also, you might be listening, thinking, well, you guys aren't dealing in reality. Budgets are difficult. And my goal is to just make enough money where I don't have to worry about budgets. Kevin, Josh, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but this year, we're 2015, we have been doing budgeting for folks that make a quarter of a million, a half a million, people that make a million dollars a year. Don't you think you'd just fantasize if that was your reality and say, oh, I would never have to worry about spending Nope, we are doing budgeting for those folks and doing a ton of coaching so they know where their dollars are going and that then there's clarity how much when I quit my job, how much does my retirement paycheck need to be so that I can maintain this level of, uh, of living. And just to camp out on that for, for just a second, right, right now, there's a lot of uncertainty in the world. And so people say, well, what should I do when there's uncertainty in the world? And what we tell people to do is seek wisdom. And this, this ties right into the budget because the budget is something that you can do and you can control when you might have the sense or the feeling like everything around me, especially in our country and around the world, there's, nothing's under control. There's, there's chaos and confusion. And so what happens out of that comes fear. And I found that taking control of your finances helps you deal with that fear. Well, I like that word control because that's what a budget's all about, right? Telling yep. your money where to go. And it's one of the habits that I was referring to earlier, one of the habits that you need to be building throughout your entire career so that when you get to retirement, you are just awesome at budgeting. You need to have that totally dialed in because if you don't, it's your circumstances, your circle of friends, your own whims that are going to drive your spending. And none of those things are going to bring you to a secure retirement. All right, so we got the first two things out of the top 10 things you need to consider when preparing for retirement. We have more coming up in the next segment. Once again, you're listening to Wise Money with Foreign Financial Group on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Welcome back. Once again, you're listening to Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Mike Bernard, Josh Gregory, Kevin Corhorn, and I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson. We're talking about the top 10 things that somebody needs to consider when preparing for retirement. Kevin, we left off at number three. What's the third thing on the list? 
Number three, Casey, is spend less than you earn. So although, you know, this is a guiding principle that seems fairly simple and straightforward. So use credit cards instead of cash flow. <laughs> Maybe take out loans. You're missing Pay the point. loans. Yes. <laughs> you're, you're, you're right on it, except you're... Buy gold. Totally wrong. So, so that's this. So this is a this is a guiding principle, and you say, hey, it, I don't care who you are or where you are in your life. If you want to have financial success, spend less than you earn. If you want to have money, right? It's common to look around at someone and see their behavior and think, oh, they must be really, really rich, or they must really have financially have their act together. Well, having your act together financially means at one point you spent less than you earned. That's yeah. it. There's no there's no magic there. There's no secret. The millionaire next door. Yes. You know, they hate the average millionaire. You wouldn't even know it. They live next door, middle-class neighborhood, drive an average car, no big deal. And how many multi-millionaire athletes have we seen go totally bankrupt over the past On average, years? within mm-hmm. five years. Yep, within five years. So in order to manage money, it requires skill and character. You can have skill and character at 18, and you can lack it at 68. So it, it isn't really age-based, but th- one, of the, one of the things that comes out of my character is I always spend less than I earn. And if I do that, I'm, I'm bulletproof. I'm not bomb-proof, so there could be some big things that come up that might uh, rock my world a little bit. But for the most part, I'm going to be fairly well-protected. See, I would add one more thing to that, not just character and skills or competence, but also you have to have consistency and a system or a systematic approach to your budgeting. I I was thinking about, well, what causes people to spend more than they actually earn? For some, it's just they don't have the habit of actually measuring their spending, what came in and what went out, and is there an imbalance there? For other people, they don't plan ahead for the non-monthly living expenses. They may be taking their spending every single month up too close to their take-home pay and not squirreling away money for the lump sum expenses that come around quarterly or once a year. And when those things come in, it pushes spending up over they, over what they earn, and uh, that's when you've got financial trouble. All right, so Josh, what is the fourth thing that people need to consider when preparing for retirement? I think you need to understand your options. You know, what kind of tools are out there for you to be uh, contributing to? What type of accounts can you use? Online in- calculators. Yeah, right. Those Mike's are great a fan tools. Of those. Yeah, great tools. <laughs> I'm talking about what types of accumulation vehicles, what, what types of accounts that you are piling money into. And then once the money's in your retirement nest egg, how are you investing it? Are you using mutual funds versus annuities, stocks versus bonds? How are you building a portfolio that can grow for the future? Because the, the key to building wealth isn't just live within your means or, or spend less than you earn, you have to invest the difference so that it can be growing for you. That's right. So understanding your options, Josh, I think you're completely right. We we did a show a few weeks back, and I can't remember the exact dollar, but I know it was over a billion dollars that participants left in their employer's pocket by not getting the full match. Mm-hmm. It's a significant sum of money. $23 billion. $23 billion. So a little over a billion. <laughs> Just a little bit. You're so at least you need an online calculator, Mike. <laughs> so know your options. Absolutely. It, it, again, retirement is hard enough. It, get as much money as you can in your account free from your employer just by putting in the right the right amount. I hear so, you. Mike, uh, take us to halfway through this list. What's the fifth thing that people need to consider here? And that is just to be aware of the investment risks. Calculate the risks that you're taking and be wise about 
the amount of risk that you're taking. So think of it this way. Right now, well, we started talking about, you know, you've got to start early. And as as we were talking about that first thing that you should be doing, I thought, well, gosh, if I've never invested before, or if I just got started in the last year or two, I'd probably have a pretty pessimistic view about how investments perform. I'm very concerned about where the economy is, the global economy, the presidential election. There are 72 times 72 reasons why you should be fearful about the markets right now. But still, if you've got a long time to go before you're ready to retire, you should be investing aggressively. But as you approach retirement, and then as you enter retirement, the amount of risk that you take needs to be scaled back. And so there's this evolution that your investment portfolio should go through just naturally as you're preparing for retirement and then make that leap where you should be shifting from taking more risk to then shifting to to taking less risk. And we've talked about a bunch of things over the past couple of weeks that kind of relate to this. And I think CDs came up a few weeks ago. Yep. And I remember a point in time where if, let's just say you were to get a windfall or win a lottery or something like that, where you could take, if you got like $10 million, you could take 1 million of it, put it in a, in a CD. You could live off of the CD not, forever and you anymore. can't anymore. You got it. It is totally different now. Th- this is the thing, the, the old model of, well, I'm going to take more risk early when I'm young. So that'll be more stocks. And then as I get to retirement, I'll shift over to bonds. And I actually still have some people that come in and say, wait a second, when I retire, I'm supposed to be all in bonds, right? Well, no, that's not true. However, bonds historically are lower risk. Not today. They are risky today. And as you're approaching retirement, we're going to talk about retirement income in just a bit, but figuring out how much to have in bonds and the right type of bonds to use, really the right type of low risk, that is more difficult than it used to be. Yeah. And for sure, when you look at bonds or fixed income, you want to talk to your financial planner about what your options are. Yeah. And are there any kind of guaranteed options in lieu of bonds that you could be accessing? All right. So we are halfway through the list of the top 10 things you need to consider for retirement. Let's do a quick little like mid-list recap. Number one is start early, right? Start early, right. All right. So what's number two again? Define your cash flow. So get a budget. And three. Spend less than you earn. Four. Understand all of your options. And then of course... We calculate the risk. We just went risk. over the last right. one with calculating the risk. Okay, so is there anything extra with those top five on that list that you would, in the next minute or so, just kind of direct people to that could be like a helpful tip maybe that they wouldn't be thinking about? If I was going to direct people to is with a helpful tip, I'd say work with a financial planner on these things. Most folks don't spend their life figuring out how to get an early start and where I should start. Uh, they, they need to develop their skills with cash flow and spending less than they earn, understanding what their options are, and calculating risk. Most folks don't do that for a living. So in order to get good at it, it's pretty tough if you're just doing it on nights and weekends. So if, if you really love it. And the other thing that makes it tough is if it's your own situation, you are, it, you're very subjective. You're very emotional about it. So you want to work with a professional that can help you be objective and is Someone who's not emotional about your money. I think a lot of people approach retirement and planning for retirement, and especially these first five, as if they're just getting ready for a stroll in the park, when really getting ready for retirement is like climbing Mount Everest. You need a guide. You need a coach. It's that serious. You need to be preparing early and, and, and not assume that it's just a 
a cakewalk or or a walk down a small hill with the wind at your back. And it, not only climbing is, a mountain. Not not only is climbing Everest. I think that's a pretty good analogy there. But you know, it's a very big undertaking. But if you stop or you procrastinate, you die on the mountain. That's right. So mm-hmm. you got to keep moving forward. You got to keep going up, and that's important. I think a lot of people procrastinate way too long, and then before they know it, you have people like you were talking about previously. They walk in and 10 years out and we haven't done anything. What are we going to do? And yep. sometimes it works out, but a lot of times it doesn't. All right, so we're halfway through the list of the top 10 things that you need to consider for retirement. We're going to pick up on number six coming up. Once again, I want to remind you, you are listening to Wise Money with Corn Financial Group on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Good morning, everybody. I want to thank you for tuning in. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson, Kevin Corhorn, Mike Bernard, and Josh Gregory joining me. I do want to remind everybody that if you have a question about financial planning that you would like to ask the guys, give us a call, 574-222-2000. You can leave your question on the voicemail. You can also go to wisemoneyradio.com and submit your question on the website. So we're talking about the top 10 things that somebody needs to consider when they are going to retire and before retirement. So we've done half of the list. We got one through five. We just did a quick little recap on one through five. So now we're on number six. So Kevin, what is the sixth item that people need to consider? The sixth item is create an income strategy. And so when you when you think about a retirement strategy, they're really two phases. The first phase is you build assets to help you fund your retirement. And then the second phase is you use those assets to generate income and live off those in retirement. And so an income strategy is important, not only while you're preparing for retirement, but especially in retirement, because it really hits on all of the areas of financial planning. When you look at financial planning, there are six areas, and that's your present financial position, protection planning, tax planning, investment planning, retirement planning, and estate planning. So when you are creating an investment strategy or or an income strategy or an income plan for retirement, it's important that you're consulting your CPA to make sure that you're paying as much as you can in taxes in the lowest possible bracket, that you've got your investment structured so that you've you've got a, a series of investments that you can access over time with a good chunk of your money structured to get the very best possible return that you can. And then again, and we'll keep saying this until um, we're, we hang up our pencil, but you have to have a spending plan. And so your spending plan is, I know what it's going to cost me to live and how I'm going to fund that. I, I would, if we were to take this list of 10 and say, what are the two most important? The first would be how much are you spending, so having the budget. And the second would be the income plan. I I just wholeheartedly believe that, especially in today's environment where bonds are risky as well, interest rates are low, people don't have a lot of money saved up for retirement, social security's in jeopardy. There are, having the right income plan is so crucial. I, they've changed some of the social security drawing strategies. We've done some shows on that. I would recommend, if you're out there, you're a do-it-yourselfer, you're just curious, I would hope that you can have an income plan where 80% of your monthly need comes from guaranteed income sources. So from Social Security, pension, not many people have those anymore, so then creating your own sort of pension that up to 80% of your monthly income 
is from guaranteed sources. Well, I, I like the fact that we're focusing on the income plan in retirement because that's the whole point of building a retirement nest egg to replace your paycheck. But uh, I, I'm glad Kevin mentioned the income plan during the preparation phase. You know, while you're in your working career, paying attention to things like career planning and, um, you know, building intentional skills that are marketable and will help you earn a bigger income over time. Because we don't want to lose sight of the fact that your income, your ability to earn an income is your number one wealth building tool. And investing in that is an important part of getting ready for retirement. All right. So, Josh, what is the seventh thing that people need to consider when preparing for retirement? Well, I think Kevin started to allude to this one. Um, it, it's to take a tax-efficient approach. And where you structure your investments, how, how you structure them, where you're saving the money is important because you need to be taking advantage of any and all tax shelters that are available to you. The more money that you can get outside of the reach of the tax man, the better. Because as it's earning money, as it's growing, you don't want Uncle Sam dipping his greedy little fingers in, taking a chunk of the, the earnings that you have each year. And taxes, we, we've always said that it's one of the places where there's money slipping through the cracks. And uh, unfortunately, retirement is such a huge goal, so important, so difficult to achieve that money slipping through the cracks, um, you know, for some people, that could be enough to take them off course and not be on pace. Well, we were talking earlier about the, the advice or the, the item someone should consider about knowing what your options are. And that's all about getting the most employer match. But this one's just as important. If you can structure your investments in a tax sensitive way, so you're saving an extra, maybe you're paying 10% less tax than you otherwise would by just being a little conscious of the whole thing. Oh, that's a huge deal. One of my saddest examples, unfortunately, of working with a client and folks I care about deeply and I still serve, they, they thought their retirement dream was realized when there was a million bucks saved up in their 401k. And even though uh, he was young and despite my advice, he figured, hey, at a million bucks, I can call it quits, and he did. However, he didn't have a million bucks. It was all pre-tax. About mm-hmm. a quarter of it, if not more, was really the government's. And as he withdrew money, he had to pay tax on that. We also saw the big recession and so on, and he spent a little more than the original plan was. And so literally four years later, it wasn't a million. It was 300000 and 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 that was just was devastating to his plan. They're back working. And so being aware of your tax situation, having a, a good tax approach, like Josh said, is critically important. Do you think a lot of people are listening to this right now and listening to us every single week? Again, we, we talked about this from week one. People, I can't afford a financial planner. I'm going to try and learn from the radio show. And, and we try to give you the tools to, to certainly help you. But again, steering you towards you really do need a professional. Do you think there's a lot of people out there going, I can't do all of this. I can't save 10% here or 10% there, certainly not 20%. My income is this. My bills are utilities and rent or mortgage and cars and all that other stuff. But the tax thing, how many people you think are just, they're not thinking about the fact that there might be a way to get you into a lower tax bracket so you're paying less taxes and making your money work more for you than it is right now. Yeah, and we're about to head into tax season where people evaluate whether it was a good year or not on whether they got an, uh, a refund. That's the wrong measurement. That's the, you're playing the wrong game. It should be, what's my overall tax and how am I setting myself up to pay little tax today, but 
you know, as little as possible over my lifetime. All right. So, Mike, what's the eighth thing on the list, bud? Okay. Lastly, before we take a break, is to acknowledge inflation. On average, people's retirement is lasting probably over 20 years. Uh, and over, well, let me ask you this. 20 years ago, were things cheaper than they are today? Absolutely. So 20 years from now, will a car be more expensive? You bet. What about healthcare? Absolutely. What about pizza? Nope. Actually, pizza, there's no inflation on pizza. I'm not kidding. Look this up. Uh, 10 years ago. It is about the same. Yeah, v- it's video about game bucks. systems and pizza <laughs> tend to stay right about the same. But other than that, the inflation is real. And so if you're going to talk about an income plan or you're going to talk about retirement lasting 20, 30, maybe even 40 years, you've got to account for inflation. You're not going to tell us to buy gold coins now, are you? No, I'm not. Okay. But enjoy pizza. Well, right. inflation is one of the reasons why uh, we're always concerned that people maybe get too conservative in retirement with their investments. If you don't have your investments positioned to get enough growth to stay out ahead of inflation, then you may be leaning too heavily towards those CDs that we were referring to earlier. And, um, you, you know, you have very stable investments, but they're not earning enough. And so there are some folks out there that can safely become poor just by being too conservative. I actually got an email the other day unrelated to this show, related to my other show, but same topic. Hey, with everything that's happening right now, I'm worried about inflation, the Fed and everything else. I'm thinking about investing in ammo that, as their retirement plan. <laughs> and, right? I, and I was like, can you spend and I ammo? Couldn't, I couldn't tell if it was tongue in cheek because it's an email, but I'm like, you know, ammo doesn't pay bills. That's right. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I hope it was tongue in cheek, but there are people, again, they freeze themselves and they go, I'm just going to invest in things that I'm going to be able to use if it hits the fan. Of course, yeah. that's not going to help you out. And that's why you don't want to go it alone. You should have a lot of ammo. I just, I, I just. Absolutely. And, and that's fine. Stock up on ammo. But that's not, when you look at different classes of investments, uh, ammo isn't really one of those. Because you, you're right, to Mike's point, you can't put ammo in the gas tank of your car and you can't eat it. That'd be fun, though. You can't put it in somebody else's gas tank. <laughs> <laughs> so you look at that and you say that's, that is most likely, to my point earlier, that's a subjective response. I am dealing with fear, and if I'm dealing with fear, I'm loading up on the ammo. What if I mistook the email and they meant investing in ammo companies? Mm. Oh, that's been a moneymaker here. It has been a moneymaker. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you might have one more year of really good growth in that industry. It's really exploding. <laughs> it's booming. Booming. It's, it is. Okay. Yes. Wow. Just yes. very high caliber investment. Okay. That was a good take one. It, take I'm it, proud right. of that. That one. was excellent. That was a good one. That was... it, it, yes. All right. I think we're shot for. All now. right. So we're one through eight out of the top ten things. <laughs> I just sneaked the last one in, didn't he? We're one through eight out of the top ten things you need to consider before retirement. When we come back, we'll go over the last couple, and uh, hopefully, we'll have time to get to a couple of other things, but. Uh, we'll have to see how that all goes. Once again, you're listening to Wise Money with Core and Financial Group here on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Wise Money deserves wise legal counsel. Powered by Ledoux, Curran, and Keene. On the web at lck-law.com. Good morning. Welcome back once again. You're tuned in to News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson. Kevin Corhorn, Mike Bernard, and Josh Gregory are joining me today. Also want to remind you that you can leave a voicemail if you have a question for the guys at 574-222-2000. You can also go to wisemoneyradio.com 
and submit your question right there on the website. Once again, today we're going over the top 10 things that somebody needs to consider when preparing for retirement. We left off at uh, number eight. So, Kevin, what is the ninth thing on the list? Well, Casey, before I get to that, I, I want to just back up to the last segment because there was a you had a friend who'd asked you about investing in ammo, and we kind of kicked that around and to see does that make any sense? And I would just encourage that person to see if they could get just a primer on investing. Wow, I knew that was coming. They, <laughs> it sounds like they might want to get some just some guiding principles to work from and. I just they took they us it. back there I'm just sorry, so you could get one last time. You had, you had to go all the way back. Yes, I mean, dude, well, I mean, look, they should should probably visit with a financial planner though and reload all of their investments. <laughs> we could do this all day. I'm, no, I'm sorry, okay. everyone. Don't. Okay, so let's not hammer this too long. Let's get to the ninth item that someone look, should. Let's just put a pin in this and finish. Consider. I told you I could do this all day. Casey, you are a barrel of laughs. So let's just talk about the ninth item that yeah. someone should consider. Rifle through the last two, please. Uh, I won't take a shotgun approach. I can guarantee you that. Just aim right down so, the side so we can get this done. Okay. Okay. I'll take stock of what's going on and make sure we can get to the ninth item we should consider. He's lubed and ready to go. So the ninth item that someone should consider is to plan for a long life. So you think, well, what does that mean, plan for a long life? I, I will meet with folks and they'll say, hey, here's the deal. I, you know, my, my dad lived to uh, 57 and my mom lived to 63. So, you know, by 65, I'm out of here. And I say, oh, you know what? That is, you know, the, the life expectancy in 1900 was 37. And at the end of the, by the when we hit the 2000s, life expectancy was about 78. And there are really two things that are responsible for that. Soap and washing your hands and penicillin. Those two things, and there are, there's a lot more than just that, but those are, those are the two biggies that say, hey, you're going to live. Don't, don't look at how long mom and dad lived and say, hey, that's what I'm going to do. Because the other thing is the testing and the awareness. And, you know, my, mom and dad probably smoked and did all this stuff that seemed cool at the time that we've been trained, hey, do not do that. So I tell people plan for a long life, and and it's much more conservative to plan for a long life. And when you think about it, for in my retirement years, I, as soon as I transition into retirement, I got the, I have the go go years. This is when I want to really get after it and do a lot of things. I got my bucket list, and so I'm, I want to do the Alaskan cruise, traveling, go see the Grand Canyon, yep. uh, sp- spend a lot of time with the grandkids. Maybe go to Ireland go to, with me instead of going to Alaska. Go to Ireland. I, uh, word on the street has it that you could go to Ireland and have a great tour for about the price of an airfare if you went with Casey. Nine Anderson. days. I can't imagine. So there's the go-go years, and that might be on your bucket list. Get to Ireland and, and uh, go with Casey if you can. So you have the go-go years, and you have the slow-go years where you say, I'm not going to do as much. And then you have the no-go years where you say, I'm not doing anything. This year, if I'm in the no-go years, my travel plans for 2016 are to get to Golden Corral early uh, once a month. And folks, those those trends are not, well, a year and a half of go-go and a year and a half of slow-go. No, we're talking about decades. I mean, your your retirement could last a lot longer than what you think because of modern medicine or people, people are just living longer these days. And so you've got to prepare for that. Well, and it's good to get all that go-go activity in in the early years of your retirement. But a lot of people think they've just got to get it all done in the first couple of years. And they go on these massive spending sprees right out of the gate in retirement. 
And, you know, often it seems to be driven by the fear that they're going to die young. Mm. And, you know, the, the, the fear that, oh, I, I don't want to leave any money on the table. That's often what drives people to take Social Security so early. They don't think they're going to live very long, so I may as well take it at 62 because that's the earliest I can possibly get it. So th this one flies in the face of everything that feels natural to most people. They're thinking, oh, I got to do it now while I can. But really planning for a long retirement is probably the best approach. Yeah, and if you're planning for those things, Joshua, one of the things that makes sense to do, and I try to encourage people to do, if you've got some of those things on the bucket list and they're big, expensive trips, do it while you're working. Do it when you've got three or six weeks of vacation. Work with your employer and say, hey, I, I want to I do this thing, and it's going to take me three and a half weeks. Can I arrange my work to get three and a half weeks off? But, and do it while you're working, because if you do it while you're working, the af affordability and the cash flow is there that is going to be different, quite likely, than when you retire. I, something Josh said takes me back to the very first thing we talked about today, and that is, a lot of people, 45% of people have nothing saved for retirement. I think that same principle, that same principle could apply there, that people have a hard time spending less than they earn because they're not sure if they're going to be around tomorrow and the next day. And to us, building the right plan is about having financial balance. So you can both enjoy things today, just like Kevin mentioned, not, de not delay everything, but also be prudent in setting some dollars aside and getting ready for maybe a long life or a retirement. I was having this discussion with a coach at a local high school and he was of the mindset that, yeah, I have a hard time setting anything aside because I just, you just don't know. I don't know if I'll be there tomorrow. And I asked him, I said, so do you condition your players? And he said, well, what do you mean? I said, do you make them run and all that stuff and build up a lot of endurance? He said, yeah. And I said, you do that just in case they, you know, go into overtime or if they go late in the playoffs, you want to make sure they have legs, right? And he said, yeah. And I said, but what if they don't make it into the playoffs? You still do that preparation work because it's the right thing to do. And same thing here with retirement. Yeah, will you be my financial advisor? <laughs> that was beautiful. Oh, look, I think, You're I like think, a poet. I think number nine was really on target. And it's going to have a big impact on the audience. But uh, Josh, what is the final thing on the list? Well, just that, actually. Good segue, I guess. Uh, recognize that, was that you. That was two. Two I, little, I little heard ammo. It. Puns. Oh, yeah, I didn't even hear him. Yeah. <laughs> by this point in the show, it's just automatic. So, um, oh my goodness, what's the score, by the way, between these two? We're all losing. <laughs> we are all losing. <laughs> all right, back on task here, or on target. As hey, some take the safeties off and finish this up. <laughs> Fire away, Josh. Fire right. away. Recognize that you might need help. We we need help here today. Um, you know, when, when you think about retirement, it is going to be one of the most important life transitions that you go through. It's a time when you're walking away from the security and the familiarity of a career and the income that that can, that can generate. And it's unlike any of the other phases of your life, the different chapters of your life. By definition, most people are getting to retirement with the most money they've ever had in their possession. So the stakes are higher than they've ever been before. And you're doing something that you will probably only do one time. You know, we're, we're definitely um, big believers in getting advice. When you're traveling a road for the first time and there's a lot of dangers there, have someone by your side that has traveled this road many, many times before 
They know the terrain. They know the pitfalls, all the best places to stop, where to get shelter. Um, you, you need a guide along the way. And obviously that's what we do. That's the service that we provide to our community. So we're, we're very biased in that opinion. But you need to find someone who can help make sure that you don't make mistakes at the most important transition that you face in life. Yep. This is, like I said earlier, the analogy. You're climbing a mountain. It, it is huge. It's treacherous. You stop or make a misstep and it could be death. And maybe not in this example, the physical death, but certainly, uh, you know, your retirement, something you're building up for and looking forward to your entire, your entire life and having a misstep. I, we've just seen some dev- devastating things. So go find a coach, go find your financial advisor. And, and I'm not ashamed to say if you don't have one, or if this list was overwhelming, give us a call. Doing retirement planning, actually building plans, not just selling a product or something. That's what we do at Corhorn Financial Group. We charge a flat fee for it. So there's no reason to be intimidated or, or suspicious that there's going to be, um, you know, something hidden underneath the curtain or something like that. Uh, give us a call. We, we, we'd love to help you with that. All right, guys, good show. And again, uh, top 10 things that you uh, need to consider when preparing for retirement. And we want to remind everybody, you can uh, leave your voicemail by going to 574-222-2000. That is 222-2000. You can also go to wisemoneyradio.com, and you can submit your question via the website right there. You can also reload this podcast. Wow. And and, uh, listen to it again and maybe share it with your friends. Again, Wise Money Radio. We need a listener. I can't believe you led with that. All right. Uh, That's terrible. Someone give us us the count. How many puns were worked into this show? I want to hear. You can go to the Facebook page and uh, and leave it on there. But, uh, you know, but it's an important segment, though. I mean, the top 10 things that people need to consider with retirement, you know, help them put the crosshairs on the target and make sure that they hit a bullseye. Again, I want to thank you for tuning into Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Of course, if you need the guys' help, Corhorn.com. That is Corhorn with a K. It's dot com. He's trying to sneak another one in there. And I want to thank you for listening to Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group on Newstock 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Securities are offered through Securities America, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Financial advisors offer advisory services through KFG Wealth Management, LLC, doing business as Corhorn Financial Group. KFG Wealth Management, LLC, Corhorn Financial Group, KFG Insurance Agency, and KFG Tax and Business Services are separate entities from Securities America, Inc. Tax services provided by KFG Tax and Business Services and insurance services provided by KFG Insurance Agency. Listen again next week to Wise Money on News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel.